Welcome everyone to Nude Radio with your host, Kenny Heflin, and I am joined again by what the most talented Mr. J. Ronnell, you know, <laughs> the new king of R&B, what we say. <laughs> <laughs> you know how they feel about that king of R&B discussion. So I ain't even going to touch that one. You're not going to touch that one? I ain't even going to touch it. I ain't trying to be nobody's king. Listen, I, I just want to, you know, contribute to the genre and make my impact. But yeah, I'm glad. <laughs> glad we back. We back up in this thing. Let's get to it. Yeah, I mean, you know, last episode we got to talk about, you know, Stuck, which, again, if you guys haven't just yet, make sure to stream it. It's literally live everywhere where you can hear any type of music, stream and download if you haven't. But we got to talk about Stuck, Mm -hmm. you know, and just the inspirations to that and everything. And just with everything that's coming into the future, I'm really excited to even get deeper into it. So uh, before we start, I mean, let us know where we can find you. Yes. You can find me on all social media at I'm J Ronnell, J E R O N E L L E. Again, that's I'm J Ronnell, but just type in my name, J E R O N E L L E. Perfect. And of course, make sure to follow Nude Radio on Instagram or Twitter under the same handle at Nude Radio 101. And if you want to reach out to me personally on Instagram, the handle is at Kenny Heflin. So like I say in every episode, let us know what you think. Like, share, follow, download, stream, Mm -hmm. all the things, because we got a lot of stuff that's coming down the pipeline, right? Yes, absolutely. Mm -hmm. How excited are you about this new project that's coming up? I'm very excited. It's been it's been a while uh, since I've had any new music out, and with this project, I feel like it it gives people a different look at me. You know, with the last two projects, it's been kind of like I said, the same story of you know, relationship or dating situation starts off great, hits a peak starts to fall apart and at the end you know i'm kind of left to pick up the pieces and there's some sort of moral of the story or you know some some sort of something (laughs) Mm. uh some sort of you know slightly emotional ending whereas this project it's looking at more of the aftermath of a situation um as opposed to the situation itself and it's really kind of the listener looking at me while I'm taking a deeper look at myself. Um, so not just reflecting on uh, a dating situation gone wrong, but looking at myself in the mirror, um, my relationship with my parents, my um, you know relationship with friends and, and all of that. Um, and there's even one song where I uh, really go there as far as like singing about, and this is, uh, I guess you could say somewhat of an exclusive, um Uh-oh. <laughs> this is the first time where i since coming out as bisexual this is the first time i've written a song specifically geared towards just the black queer experience 
typically I've always either kept my songs very gender neutral um, for various reasons, or I've only addressed women. So with this particular song, um, you know, I'm I'm anxious to see what the response will be, but I, I have a good feeling that the response will be uh, very positive, especially considering, you know, Wait, I don't want to give too much away. But, you know, <laughs> just say I'm I'm expecting a, a good response. I'll say that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, because like I like I said in the last episode we were in, stuck definitely had put me in a place of just peace of mind uh, in knowing that you know again representation mattering you know and just like being able to see where I aligned in certain aspects of the song and stuff and just like the emotion mm -hmm. that it made me feel at least so this is something that you know i've been looking forward to with uh the full project at least yeah. you know and i mean this is only up from here honestly like again you bringing back some r&b you know <laughs> it's given what we need Look, I'm gonna give you your point. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Let's look. We have a humble man. How do you chance to represent? Gas me up. Gas me up. I appreciate it. We we have to because that's the thing. Like yeah. we have to show love, and especially for the talented, not just showing up just because somebody looks similar to us. Uh, you know, and just like blindly supporting, but also like really standing on all ten toes and really supporting that person because they bring value yeah. to something in your life, you know, and hopefully you're bringing value to them by supporting them. So mm -hmm. it's all like a, it's a life cycle. Yeah. You know, it's a full circle moment in certain ways. So I'm excited about the, this project. I mean, we got to chat, you know, a little bit about it. I didn't get to hear, <laughs> you know, but what's something that, you could share um with maybe like the next song that could be potentially dropping um well there's uh one song in particular that i'm really excited to perform live um it's very sonically it's like a good mix of r&b soul and church it just feel good mm -hmm. um and like if you think like vocally, like I was just really going in on stuck. Like this next one, I I really feel like again. I, I just I can't wait to perform it live, especially with a full band. Um, mm -hmm. you know, I'm 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 probably gonna cut up. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it talks about again going into kind of the aftermath of a situation, um, and pulling from real life experience but also you know just watching uh mutual friends of ours <laughs> mm -hmm. and their own experiences <laughs> talks about um you know the way in which we cope with heartache heartbreak going through things um and for me in particular how i was coping um and how i noticed a lot of my friends or in uh you know acquaintances mm -hmm. were coping was through sex was through you know just <laughs> on the prowl chasing tail 
Mm-hmm. Do people even say that anymore? Jason Tatum. It's a demographic that's new. I think your Southern fans. <laughs> Just being out here in the streets, you know, being a heathen. And and <laughs> let me be clear. It, it wasn't even the fact that I was actually constantly being uh, intimate with other people because I don't want people to think, oh, Jeremy was being a hoe. No, <laughs> it was more so just the adrenaline rush of being in pursuit of, you know, something that I felt would kind of help me cope. And mm-hmm. you get to that realization, you you have that that look in the mirror moment and say, this is not who I am. How did we get here? Mm-hmm. Like, I am really going through it. I am... Um, I'm picking myself. Actually, one of part of the lyrics in the song say, uh, "Can somebody help me fix my wounded heart? I'm feeling mighty low, um, and I picked myself apart. Mm-hmm. I look in the mirror and don't recognize the view because uh, I found out or some uh, just can't even remember all my, my own lyrics. Mm-hmm. Uh, as it turns out, I'm down bad over you, and it, it you know it for me again." that was the the sentiment it was just like you are really going through it and um it doesn't even have to be sex for some people the the vice or the way they cope could be through drugs it could be through alcohol it could be through overeating uh, or emotional eating everybody has their own way of coping but again it just happened to be Mine was, you know, being out here, being being a little fast, mm-hmm. you know, um, <laughs> and yeah, that that's where this that particular song uh, comes from. Oh, yeah. And did you write the song by yourself? Yes. Oh shit! Yeah, pretty much the entire project, with the exception of one song um all the other songs i wrote by myself nice yeah so you mentioned that this song was inspired by some personal encounters but then also some outside Mm -hmm. you know encounters just like from your own perspective so what would you say as far as like the personal ones was this something that may have been inspired from, you know, a void that was needing to be filled from a dating experience from years ago or recently? Like, what was the timeline for that? Mm. Wait, okay, repeat the question one more time. I'm sorry. So when you had this void that needs to be filled, right? Yeah. Was this from a relationship that had ended a couple years ago, or was it something that was recent? Um, it was a it, it it was recent, but um, I guess you could say like experiences from the past also kind of helped to feed this. <laughs> this monster, if you will, beast and stuff. <laughs> Definitely, <laughs> um, you know, past experiences. You know, one thing about you know when when you uh, you know I'm gonna just say when you are are getting it in, and whoever you're with is feeding your ego, 
it can really kind of, you know, it can, it, it can do some things to you. It can kind of, um, yeah, it, it can just feed your ego. Mm-hmm. And I got into that point where it's just like, you know, I know, I, I know I'm put it down. You know, I know if, if, if I, if me and you were to ever become a thing, you know, if we were to get a, a chance to be alone, oh, I know, I know, I, you know, and I was imagining all these different, mm-hmm. all these different ways. And it's like, Jesus, like, again, you, you just like, you look back on it. It's like, where, <laughs> how did we get here? How did we get here? Um, but yeah, so it definitely, I would say it was a combination of both, uh, past and, and more present experiences. Got you. And like you had mentioned in the song, when you're looking in the mirror, you're not noticing like your own reflection. So mm-hmm. would you say that this beast, you know, I call it the lust demon, <laughs> you know, and, and he'd be riding my back. Oh, no. <laughs> Gotta get him off your back. I sure do. I'd be knocking him off. <laughs> but would you say that this was some type of version of you that has always been there? Or was it literally like some new face, like a new face that just appeared due to the circumstances that were less than favorable? You know, as you're saying that, I kind of think back to childhood or when I was younger. Um, you know, I, I grew up in a in a Christian household, and and so the idea was, you know, you should wait till wait till you're married to have sex. And, and it just wasn't like a thing that was really talked about in, in church, but definitely at home, it was always, if it was going to be talked about, it was always talked about from just this place of, oh, you shouldn't do it because X, Y, and Z. And, you know, and, you know, for us as church kids, it's like, well, you're telling me over and over again, something's bad for me here. Yep. I kind of want to see why it's so bad. <laughs> and you eventually you figure out, you know, oh, this is very addicting. Okay. Mm. And like I said, you, you, <laughs> you start to develop connections with certain people and you, you, you start to get real experienced in certain positions. And it's mm. just like, you know, they telling you again, you, you, they telling you partially what, what, what you want to hear. Oh my God, you're, you're so amazing. Like, you know, and you're like, tell me it's mine. Tell me it's mine. All of that, all of that stuff. Mm. And they're feeding your ego. And so I think, yeah, it, it started from when I was younger and, and kind of being told like, no, this is not good. This is not the way to go. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, well. <laughs> He was bound to find out sooner or later. <laughs> I mean, again, this year is all about fuck around and find out, right? <laughs> Listen, and if you don't fuck around, you won't find out. But clearly, I did the opposite. I mean, yeah, because I've talked about it on past episodes just after, mm-hmm. you know, a breakup, for example, like last year, you know, this time last year, 
like me and you talked about, like I was landing low and spreading it live. I mean, I was, I was some hot butters melted on a loaf of bread. Yeah. Had a whole phase. Listen, we've all been there. We've all been there. And sometimes you have to go. The the reality is sometimes you have to go through more than one whole phase. Uh, Some some last longer than others. Uh, But, you know, you get through it and then you look back and you say, whew, glad that's over. (laughs) Yeah, because I think that, you know, for me at least, uh, my sexual awakening was really in 2016 mm-hmm. and that was when i would say the start of my whole phase and then it kind of bled into 2017 at the same time i was also like just in that phase where i was like people are the killer mm. you cannot be on these apps using the apps for what they are for mm-hmm. and you just don't want to get caught up like that and it was just like more of a safety thing yeah and i was just like can you chill out you know and plus i just kind of started to feel that uh it wasn't serving me anymore yeah but did i have fun you know the the year before and everything like that sure it was no regrets but i think that it was a revival at least you know like i say like this time last year because (sighs) (laughs) i made a list Uh oh yeah I made a list. Um, look, <laughs> iPhone notes, they hold all the secrets. Oh, wow. They hold all the secrets. This is what last episode we were talking about the, the voice memo. So now we talk about iPhone. <laughs> Listen, to iPhones. Okay. Yes. Y'all, y'all did what you needed to do when y'all created those. Yeah, like I literally had to make a list because I was coming out, you know, of a relationship where you know i was traumatized in certain ways you know i was very much hurt let down disappointed all those things right yeah and it was like my only medicine was to not only you know be on like the actual dating apps like the the family friendly ones you know mm-hmm. seeking i guess like an emotional connection connection to fill that emotional void because that was what i was really missing Mm -hmm. you know have i always been very sex positive and very you know sexual in nature just like having like a high sex drive and everything like that yes because i'm always horny for the most part depends definitely in the mornings um but it's just like here was I was looking for that relationship to fill that emotional void mm-hmm. at the time. But also on the other side, here was, I was knocking niggas down, you know, left and right. Like again, Listen. Sonic rings, Mario coins, all yeah, the city. I became Thanos. I had all the infinity stones. <laughs> and some, um, like I say, that list is, uh, I'm not, Hmm. Like, I'm not embarrassed by it. Why did I just think of the uh, the Christmas song? He's making a list. He's checking it. Listen, I check it twice. I got to check it every time that I have to add like another person. Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, it was it was crazy. So like when people ask like, the, oh, what's your body count? I'm like, cha. <laughs> Look, <laughs> it's extensive. We'll say that. But Mm-mm. that's where I was at that at that stage. Like in this time, 
last year. Yeah. And I started to slow down, you know, around, I would say like May mm -hmm. because I got into that phase where it's like, okay, like I've been having a good time. Don't get me wrong. But also I'm not in the space where I want to keep entertaining people who are making me feel, um, just as a sex object mm -hmm. or, you know, their own like safe space of, you know, fulfilling like their freak side and shit like that or whatever. Yeah. Like I did not want to be that person anymore. And I kind of started to like lose capacity mm -hmm. in that stage. And then at that point it's like, okay, well, what do you want? Do you still want the same thing? Yeah. Do you still want the love? Do you still want the companionship and the husband one day and the family? Sure. But what are you going to do now? You know, what can you control now? You know, so um, I think like when we had talked about that, that's what made me feel like, oh, well, I'm not the only person that went through that. Yeah. You know, like, oh, okay. Because what would you say, you know, kind of just like, what was the, the stopping point that made you realize like, this is not me? Um... Just that feeling of, um, you know, you kind of how you were just describing it. It's like, okay, at this point, I'm feeling more of your fantasies than I am mine. <laughs> and it's just like you, you feel, you feel used, you feel cheap, you know. <laughs> um, and I wasn't even the one doing the walk of shame, quote unquote, as they call it. Mm -hmm. But it's just like you know, they would get up and then leave, mm -hmm. and it's just like, oh wait, we're so we're done, and you're you're longing kind of for that that intimacy that you're longing for something more. Yep. Um, you're you're kind of. You know, I'm not saying you want them to stay, but you 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 just want that feeling that lasts a little bit longer than two, three hours. Yeah. And it was just like, and it, it kind of reminds me of a song I released previously called Stay. You know, you just want somebody to stick around. I love that song, by the way. Thank you. It's one of my favorites to perform. Um, but yeah, you, you just get tired of that feeling of, okay, wham, bam, thank you, ma'am see you next time yeah like mm, i don't like this feeling that i'm i'm having to kind of sit with yeah because i feel like in our community people don't talk about it enough but within our community like as you know queer individuals it's like there's so many different channels of how to connect with other people of like mind and mm -hmm interests and everything like that i mean it's so many options first and foremost and we have so much exposure yeah and it just leaves us wide open to the world to you know have their chance to make the move or shoot their shots and stuff like that or whatever so mm -hmm. it's kind of like you know what are we doing to combat that like that feeling of i guess like it feeling like transactional mm -hmm. because like I said, like people, we don't usually talk about that within our community, how with all the dating apps or the hookup apps. And when we do use them for what they are for, it's always like that, you know, I don't know, you get the, the hot rack or yeah. a wet wipe, you know, or I don't know, maybe you collect it within yourself, oh, but you, you move on. 
Yeah. And it's shortly after the experience. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, okay, well, thanks for coming through. Like, am I going to ever see you again? Like, yeah. do we exchange contacts? Do we exchange, you know, Instagrams or Twitters? Yeah. You know, you, you got the TikTok or Facebook? <laughs> you know, like, it's, it's, it's very interesting like that. Yeah. Again, people in our community don't talk about that because that's something that became an issue for me, at least, where it did start to feel not only transactional, but also I kind of started thinking, like, what am I getting out of this? Like, yeah, I got, you know, the pleasure from it. But again, this is not aligning with what I really want. Yeah. And that's when I knew I was able to smoothly transition out of that phase. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, I feel safe transitioning out this phase because I don't want that no more. Yeah. It's not fulfilling me. You know, like, did you ever feel like empty? Um, to a certain extent. Um, but more than anything, it was just like that feeling of you, you know, you, you deserve better. You can do better. Mm. That feeling of, again, this is, this isn't who you are. Like, you know, you're you're clearly trying to you're trying to cope you're trying to fill a void instead of just really dealing with whatever your emotions are you're trying to numb the pain yep you know or you're you're trying to uh silence that that alarm that's going off in the back of your head <laughs> that voice that keeps talking to you you're trying to <laughs> ignore it and and continue to go chase this one or that one or that one um so i mean you know some bits of emptiness but again just more more conviction than anything you know feeling, mm. feeling convicted like you know this, this ain't really who you and then of course you know again being being raised in a christian household you you have those moments where you're praying like god i didn't I'm sorry, I didn't mean like if if you forgive me, I I won't do it again. You know all of that. So okay, it's the fiftieth yeah. times like God, here yeah. I am again. Yep, yeah, repenting yep, yep, yep. for the fiftieth, sixtieth time. <laughs> Please, yeah, I didn't mean it. Like I didn't mean the last time, but I, I really didn't mean it now. Yep. You know, yep, yep, yep. We just be out here just having just a lot of premarital sex. <laughs> <laughs> just do you believe in soul ties um i mm, <laughs> i won't say soul ties but i definitely think if the 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 sexual connection with someone is powerful enough and you do it with that person again and again and again and again it be it, it can become more of a thing than it needs to be i won't necessarily you know get super deep mm -hmm. as far as oh it's a whole soul tie thing um but yeah i definitely think you know if you find the right well <laughs> if you find somebody that you have a strong sexual connection with and again if you keep doing it again and again and again it can become a thing that that's hard to break because it it has now become a bit of a routine that's true yeah yeah because i feel like i was met with not judgment from 
friends of mine who may have known how extensive that list was. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, they had some pushback, which I I welcome in my friendships, you know, Um, but some on the more conservative side of how they share their bodies, at least Mm -hmm. they did, you know, pose that question about, you know, soul ties and everything like that, because it makes you think like, for me, at least I'm very much open to all things. So I entertain all aspects and thought processes and everything like that. So I'm like, well, I mean, I won't say that it's not a real thing because I don't fucking know, but Mm-hmm. If it's true, then damn, you know, but also I feel that I practice good character and I do believe in karma and stuff and I'm not hurting anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, we're two consensual adults knowing and understanding fully what we're doing and what purpose we're serving mm-hmm. at that time or for like those plenty of other times or whatever down the line. But it's like, well, I don't have to worry about like any. I guess like splashback that could be negative that's coming from this other person, mm-hmm. you know, and if that is uh their bad luck is getting on me and yeah. and you know, like I'm being weighed down by their trauma if they have issues like that. But yeah. so like I I I wouldn't go that deep with it. Because <laughs> yeah, I just I just wouldn't go that deep with it. But again, it can become a thing that is that is hard to break if you have developed a a routine or a pattern with someone. Yeah. So with the situations that could have been with with an individual that you had, you know, an ongoing consistent sexual connection at least, um, what would you say like how did that you know how did that pan out like at the end? Like how long did it if you can think about, you know, back to like one particular person at least, or one particular time. Mm-hmm. How long did that go on for and how deep were you in it? You know, was it emotionally or just strictly physically or both? Um well, you know, like I think I had mentioned earlier, um I was more so the one catching feelings and <laughs> the feelings were not really that mutual. Uh, cause they still kind of had feelings for somebody else. And, but we, we had such a great physical connection. Um, I would say that carried on for, Ooh, it's been so long. I don't even, it carried on for a good minute. I'll say that I honestly, I can't even really like pinpoint the stop and start, but it, it carried on for a, good minute um but eventually you know things fizzle out Mm -hmm. um and you get tired of expressing oh i feel this way and you're not receiving that in return it's like okay well i'm finally going to take the hint after Mm -hmm. the fourth or fifth (laughs) <laughs> fourth or fifth time yep. finally going to take the hint and move along because like did you find yourself getting to like that level of frustration where you say you know what i'm either going to communicate why i'm 
leaving or did you ghost the situation or did you just like literally say, okay, I'm not reaching out to this person. They're not going to reach out to me. And it's just going to be like a clean and even fizzle out. Uh, it's more of like a clean and even fizzle out really. Gotcha. Yeah. It's just like, you know, obviously you, you have people that are on your mind yep. and you know, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of out here in the streets and, and on the playing field. So <laughs> I'm going to move on. And, and, you know, with time, you just kind of drift on. Drift how did on. you, how did you cope with that? Uh, you know, just adding another body. Mm. <laughs> uh, that and, and also refocusing, you know, mm -hmm. refocusing on, okay. What, if, what, you know, career and, and music and like, where, where are we with that? You know, you're, you're out here trying to chase and, and, and all of that, but no, get, get back to what you are supposed to be doing which is singing and, and pushing your, your music, pushing your craft, mm -hmm. um, gaining these experiences. So, yeah. Yeah. Cause I feel like a lot of times when we're trying to cope with situations that could be heartbreaking or, you know, those situations where we're experiencing like a, an ego death, mm -hmm. <laughs> cause that happens mm -hmm. very often. Like the coping can be, healthy it can be a little mild and then sometimes it can be like really chaotic mm -hmm. and i know that you mentioned that just as somebody who observes and someone who's like just tapped in you see other people outside of yourself acting in certain ways like would you say that you've seen certain situations that may have come from friends or family members and how they cope with their heartbreak or whatever like did you ever think like, ooh, it could not that could not be me. Like, ooh. are they doing this? You know, let me tell you something about those. Oh, that would never be me type situations. <laughs> Sometimes it'd be those very same things that you say. Oh, it could never be me. That end up happening to you because if you would have asked younger J. Ronnell, who you know was like, oh, I'm you know I'm gonna abstain until marriage and and I'm gonna wait until I find the right body. Oh, I'm 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 never going to be out there in the streets and, and have, you know, all that going on. I'm, I'm not going to be the one with the roster. And now look at you, adult, and you out here like everybody else. <laughs> things are getting, the waters are getting murky. Things are getting a bit more complicated. <laughs> you know, you got multiple unsaved numbers in your phone. Lord. And you're trying to figure out which one you're going to hit up tonight. Like, look at you. You did all that talking, and now look at you out here in the streets like everybody else. Baby, <laughs> let me tell you. <laughs> see, I had to recently get on TikTok, mm -hmm. you know, because people are like, we want to see your face sometimes. And I made a video because I got a text message from an unsaved number from the past. Mm -hmm. And I was like, in 2023, we need the, the unsaved number community to calm the fuck down because it'd be a lot of riff raff and, and rah rah going on. Yeah. And that contact is not even saved. Yeah. I got to scroll up, you know, and see like, Oh, Oh, that's, that's what's they face. Got you. Yeah. You know, and 
I mean, but you mentioned the roster mm-hmm. of unsafe numbers. Yeah. So it got it got that that deep. It was like I said, it was it was a little wild. It was a little wild. Um mm. you know, and you know, all of those numbers have obviously they're gone now. Um <laughs> never to return again. But it it just was like Yeah, I, I just that every now and again I would collect a new one. I would just <laughs> I would and I would know after a while who's who even though i didn't have the contact saved i could tell by like the last four numbers okay that's i wouldn't even have to look at the the actual message thread i could just look and see a number pop up and be like oh okay you're calling gotcha oh and, my God. and and from there i would be like okay so if you're calling then you know you probably want me to come over or you want to come over here mm-hmm. you know there are there were certain situations where it's like okay you know we've established this kind of uh rapport with one another (laughs) so it's like if i know you're hitting me up i know you're probably going to want me to come over to your place and you're going to want me to do this and you're you know you're going to want to you know have this position or you're going to gonna you're going to want to go this many rounds yeah it 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 got really like (laughs) not really murky so i was just like yeah let me let me chill out and Mm -hmm. again refocus but at least like you guys knew what it was like it wasn't any confusion for the most part oh no yeah okay um with the overwhelming majority of those with the exception of you know the one that i mentioned earlier um the rest of them, it was like, yeah, this is purely just a physical thing. Because otherwise, we wouldn't really keep up with each other like that. Didn't follow each other on social media. Oh, damn. Like, we only would have each other's number. And that was that. Got you. So you don't have to worry about them lurking on your Instagram or your Twitter, checking your tweets. You said nah. this. You said that. Nah. I text you, but you online. Nah. See, it got... It got bad for me, at least, Mm. when, so tell me if you've had this experience. And I've never talked about this on the show, actually. Okay, I'm going to say it. So I was down bad when I realized that I was engaging in sexual activity with someone who may have been on my roster because I would rather me provide them the pleasure they're looking for, even if I didn't really want it. So say, for example, if I wasn't actually horny and it's like seven o'clock, you know, in the evening or whatever like that, and I'm watching, I don't know, some TV show, right? Mm-hmm. And they hit me up and they're like, hey, Kenny, you know, what's the, like, blah, blah, blah. So even though I'm chilling, probably eating pizza, having some wine, like I say, watching something nerdy on, on YouTube or whatever, mm-hmm. I then would take that as, okay, the bad signal is out there. <laughs> Come on, bad They man. are hot and ready. Yeah. Let me provide them. Let me strike all the iron. Because I would rather it be me than them reaching out to someone who may be Ooh. on their roster at the bottom of the totem pole. So... 
it was it became me having to kind of like like tell myself like y'all have a good time like you know you're gonna have a good time y'all have good sexual chemistry and stuff Mm -hmm. you're gonna get your nut you know you're gonna have a a great time kenny but i mean you're not really horny but you know well rather do them than them contact old dude who may be an unsafe number yeah from like six months ago i was gonna say i've never really considered it from that perspective of i don't want you to be with somebody else (laughs) or i don't i don't want you to go get it from somebody else i'd rather you come get it from me but i definitely have been in that position where it's like negro you know you're not even like (laughs) you you know you're not even like really like ready ready Mm -hmm. like you just it's like okay you know what fine come over and you know I'll, I'll give you, you know, give you a a, a good hour and a half, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> lip it, smack it, rub it down, Ooh. do all the things, you know, that you want to do, <laughs> and and you know, legs all have your legs all up in there, and, and and you know, I'll give you what you want, just because, but I'm not really like fully like. And you're not you you're not really horny. I definitely can identify with that. Yeah, and then also it's just like, and I've talked about on the show before. I don't hit up, you know, uh, my when I do have a roster, whatever had a roster. I'm not the one to reach out because mm-hmm. that means I'm like mad horny, and again, the lust demon is right in my back, right? <laughs> and it's just like. I have the privilege of not having to prepare as long as my counterpart would have to. Mm-hmm. And we want them to prepare, okay? Amen. We do. Amen. We really do, because we don't want no doo-doo. No, no, no. But it's just like, that's a process. Yeah, That's going to take time. This person could very well not be available. And because they're with friends, family members working, got some shit on their mind, or not in the mood. Yeah. Or if they are in the mood, it's like, oh, give me two hours and stuff like that. So I don't hit up dudes in the past or even currently because if I have to do that, that means I'm mad, horny, and the lust demons are riding. So I need to just go ahead and fix it myself mm-hmm. with self-pleasure, which I do I love. But at that point, it's just like, I don't, I don't need you anymore at that, at that stage. It's just like, because yeah. I can't wait. I can't wait for you to, to know. So, yeah, that's why. Yeah. It's, so it's like a two part to that. Like, yeah, I did want them to um, get that, that pleasure from me mm-hmm. um, because, okay, yeah, I'm not horny, but I do know that we do have great sexual chemistry I may not be horny now, but when you come over, you're going to turn me on mm-hmm. and we're going to have a great time. Yeah. But it's just also let me get you while the pot is hot, because when my pot is hot, you're not a, you're not around. You're not available. Mm-hmm. It's going to take time yeah. that I don't have because I get a little cuckoo cray cray. Yeah. It's tunnel vision when Kenny wants sex. <laughs> you know from someone else besides myself yeah yeah so yeah i never actually talked about that on the show before <laughs> yeah <laughs> and i kind of felt like this was like the you know 
a safe space to like actually disclose that. Gotcha. Because some people are like, oh, so you're doing it for other people's pleasure and they're, <laughs> you're so you're at service. So now we see why after a certain point you start to feel like a piece of meat, mm -hmm. you know, because I mean, you were getting something from it, but ultimately you were providing a service for yeah. them, you know, that outlet. Yeah. So I, I, I enabled them to do what they were doing, even though they meant well by it, but they didn't know the complications because they didn't ask me, but true. Yeah. So that's when I knew like I was down bad, um, in the streets, <laughs> you feel me? Like, yeah, I had to reevaluate things because for me, at least that side of me is a side of me because mm -hmm. there's so many different, I mean, we're, we're humans, we're multifaceted. I would hope we all have different layers and sides, right? Yeah. But uh, that's the side of me, you know, that I was like, well, this is fun. Let's connect, you know. But I think overall, like, I was also still looking for what I want in the grand scheme of things, which is the partnership and relationship and marriage and yeah, all the rainbows and butterflies. All of the white picket fence and, the, you know, the dog and the three kids, all of that. Yep. All of that stuff. Like, so I think, you know, with this project um, that's coming up, like what we did talk about it, I was able to see myself in that, mm -hmm. you know, and that's why I just, like I told you before, I appreciated the transparency and the vulnerability that you have put in your music from the past, but also in this, you know, project that's just coming out like the actual body of the work yeah you know and even it's stuck like i mean that takes a lot and and like i say like with the inspiration i mean it goes wild mm -hmm. i mean like do you see yourself ever falling into <laughs> another phase like that do you feel i hope not no i <laughs> i am good on having another whole phase mm -hmm. i am really okay um, I'm at a point now where it's like, I'm not looking to get married tomorrow, but I certainly, you know, I, I don't want to be out here in these streets forever. I'm, I'm, no, I'm too much of a, I won't say a hopeless romantic, but a hopeful romantic for that. Ding, ding, ding. Um, you know, and I, I like the idea of being able to have someone that I can, uh, call my 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 partner my you know my person my husband or my wife whoever that is like mm -hmm. no that's my that's my baby you know <laughs> and and be able to equally support each other in whatever it is that they're doing so if you know obviously me pursuing my music of course i want you to support me but i want to be able to support you and whatever it is that your dreams are so if you are if you're working at a corporate office I want to be able to show up at the holiday party and say, nope, I'm not J. Ron L. The Artist tonight. I am, you know, so-and-so's, so-and-so's man. Yeah, that's my baby. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for you. That's what I want. Um, mm -hmm. You know, being in, being in the streets, I'm good on that. <laughs> yeah, I would, I would probably say, you know, with the streets, there was times where I was the street. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> this time last year, but I think like right now, I'm I'm like on the curb. Mm. I was on the porch at some point. You know, I was watching, was yeah. watching all of y'all scoundrels, heathens, as you say, <laughs> the things that go bump in the night. You know, but I will say like now, like I'm just I'm I'm there because I don't like the streets either. Yeah, I can play in it. But I don't want to be there. Yeah. I want a home. Yeah, exactly. I want to be in a house. Amen. Okay. With some steady foundation. Come on. Because what two, you And a two-car garage. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Because I think, I don't know if we chatted about this, whatever. Like, are you somebody who likes monogamy, poly? Very much monogamous. Got ain't, you. Ain't going to be no sharing. Ain't, <laughs> ain't going to be no open relationship. Nothing. It is you and me. Mm-hmm. Blank period. <laughs> me too. Like, I, I just, I get that, you know, that doesn't work for everybody. Mm-hmm. And we're not judging anybody. Nope. If that works for you, cool. But for me, if I'm going to be on a journey with you, I don't want to have to worry about you pursuing a journey with somebody else as well. Nah, mm-hmm. me and you. I'm the same way. Yeah. Cause I feel like for me, and I think even thinking back to just like where we met, you know, clubhouse and stuff, there were so many different rooms mm-hmm. where it was either queer or, you know, cishet, you know, spaces and stuff Mm -hmm. and people was always trying to diagnose and find this root and always trying to unpack why we choose to love how we choose to love how we choose to pick our partners and everything like that everybody turned into Ian Levan Zant on that yeah it's like (laughs) okay (laughs) and I feel like you know I don't I shouldn't have to continue to uh, defend my choice on how I choose to yeah. love based off of my own personal reasons why I choose to be a traditionalist, uh, aka a monogamous or something like that. You know, it's not rooted or stemming from, mm-hmm. you know, heteronormative practices and all these different things or insecurities. Like, I don't want people to misconstrue that or try to, you know, gaslight me and my experiences and what my desires are. Yeah. You know, like, I like that because, you know, like I've said on the show, like, I don't like people like that. (laughs) So when I really fuck with you on all levels and I finally find that partner that is my partner and for that reason to become my partner, you cross off all these different boxes. Mm -hmm. You're my person. I'm your person. Yeah. Ideally. Right. And I just want to do all those things with you. I want to grow and evolve and learn with you. I want to experience and feel comfortable sexually in all these different ways mm-hmm. with you because it's like okay i can be single and i do single very well mm-hmm. but dot 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 i'm not about to be you know out the streets but having like one foot in the street at the same time like yeah. and it's like it doesn't work for me mm-hmm. and like i've said on the show we show love to everybody but for me at least that's something that i identify with yeah but it's just, you know, like I say, when we single, we do our thing. Yeah, date whoever you want, you know. I you know, I will say, um, just communication. That would be that'd be nice if 
if if we're both single, just say, hey, I you know, you're not the only one. Just give me give me a a general idea. You don't have to give me a detailed picture, but just give me a general idea of you know what your dating situation is like, mm. and I'll do the same in return. But at some point, it's like, okay, if we both have identified that there is a stronger connection with each other that we want to pursue, ain't gonna be no, you know, leaving the porch light on for somebody <laughs> else to come in and join. Nah, <laughs> turn that porch light off. We are not Motel 6. We are not leaving the light on for you. My Lord. <laughs> Plain and simple. God bless. Good night. <laughs> Were you that communicative, like when you were in the streets, by telling people like, "Oh, y'all not the only one"? Um, <laughs> I've learned to. I've learned to. I will say, you know, early on, it was more like a, "Well, that's not really your business" type of thing. But, Ooh, uh, especially like if if I know it's just a physical connection, <laughs> unless you know it's one of those cases where it's like, okay, I need to check in with you and I need to know, okay, who you been with and X, Y, and Z, you know, for safety purposes, <laughs> but. Um, if I'm just getting to know you, it's like, okay, you know, again, just give me a general idea. If I'm not the only one, great. But I, I don't need to be all up in your mix, especially if we're not at that point yet with each other. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay, I see something in you that I like more than I like in these other people. And I want to pursue that with you. Got you. Yeah. So it was probably something that was, was it something that was brought up because they brought it up or did you just bring it up in, in just like within a conversation? You know, that whole, that whole thing of, I know you talking to somebody else. I know you got <laughs> other people in your DMs and it's oh, just like, uh, yeah. you'd be surprised. My DMs are very much business professional not really a whole lot going on like every now and again you may get somebody who tries to say what's up or see what's up but it's not really going to work because either they are not you we're not compatible or they're in a whole nother city and state and this is like I'm not trying to do a long distance thing. I need to be able to reach out and touch you. Shout out to AT&T. I need to be able to <laughs> you know look you in the eye <laughs> and not through a phone um so yeah i, I would say um shoot i don't forget the question <laughs> no just like how it was brought up because that's something i always wonder yeah how was that conversation brought up yeah you know you know when you like i said when you get hit with that that whole thing of oh i know you're talking to somebody else and it's just like uh, not really and then from there you can just kind of have the conversation is natural or be like, you know, yes, there, there is somebody else. And like I said, I've learned since to be more straightforward and say, Hey, you are not the only person I'm talking to, or I'm not talking to anybody right now. I'm not interested in talking to anybody. And let's just be done with that. Mm. Yeah. I feel that. Yeah. Cause it can be humbling when you're on the receiving end when that other person's telling you like, oh, you're not the only one. Like mm -hmm. sometimes we we get so caught up in our own amazingness where we think, you know, everything's sweet with us and 
Yeah. How dare you? <laughs> how dare you talk to someone else? How dare you have sex with someone else? Oh my God. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah. You know, but it's usually easier for us to say, oh, yeah, you, yeah, you're not the only one, but for us to receive that. Yeah. It yes. Can, always like, mm, there's a blow to the ego. Sometimes. A little blow, you know? See, and that's why I say, like, that's when, for me at least, I found, okay, it's time to shift gears. Mm-hmm. you know this is this is not serving you anymore like it's starting to become a an issue yeah and it's starting to become like a detriment and that's why i say like that's when i would know like you know damn i'm i'm in the gutter with this shit <laughs> how do i find my way out yeah yeah so like i say like that's what made me um just identify with everything that we had talked about, especially like with the songs and stuff that's coming up in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, again, I'm just excited to finally hear it. Yeah. You know, it's, it's great that you gave us a snippet of some lyrics and stuff earlier in the episode. Y'all make sure you, you quote that. I, I feel like <laughs> it was very poetic. Make it your Instagram caption. If you, if you really bad it. Listen, we love quotables, especially on Twitter. Come on. Listen, I mean, I, I definitely want some J. Ronnell quotables. Come on. Because Drake gives us some good quotables. Yeah. Stizza gave us some good quotables with her most recent uh, project and stuff. So I'm I'm looking at to have some, you know, quotables from you. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, like I said, like that was poetic. Like I liked the, the wordplay and everything like that. You know, I write poetry. Oh wow! I didn't know that. I do. Come yeah. on. Yeah, I'm. I'm a, a bit of a creative myself. Gotcha. Um, but it's just, I'm able to see the beauty in all ways yeah. that we show up. You know, so that's why I, I really liked that line that you gave us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for the whole song. Come on. Yes. So feel good time. What else would you probably say without giving away too much or whatever, what we can just expect from this next drop, possibly, maybe? <laughs> um, you know, at the end of the day, it's just, again, it's it's feel-good, soulful R&B, um, you know, being, being even more vulnerable than I already have a tendency to be through my songs um that's the best way i can put it without giving away too much about you know anything uh i'm just really excited overall to to have the project out and and to get to perform these songs live i i really i really can't wait for that i'm you know like more more and more because i actually crazy enough so november of last year mm-hmm. i premiered stuck uh for a show that i was doing called rhythm and vibes but now that it's a new year it's like all right i'm really trying to be out here performing all these songs regularly mm-hmm. um and kind of mixing them making them fun because um some of these songs I can kind of already start to hear like, oh, you know, maybe I should do a mashup with that song or, or, you know, it'll get, it'll get a great crowd reaction if I find a way to tie in 
this song with that and and make a whole cool med, uh, medley and you know all of that fun stuff so mm -hmm. yeah i'm looking forward to really just performing these songs throughout the year and um yeah giving people the more of the r&b that they say is missing which it's not <laughs> because it's thriving y'all just support it yeah it's out there you just you just gotta look for it listen you gotta stumble on the right artist google is free come on we got too many channels of and instagram is free too that too i would I say mean, twitter is free but you know child yeah that's a whole nother story <laughs> listen i mean yeah, like I said, I'm I'm really uh, looking forward to uh, this next song. I'm looking forward to the full body of of this work. I am so excited, and again, you guys, um, just again, support your boy. Yeah, he's here. Please, please, please. And I feel like you're pretty accessible, right? Like, I mean, is it is it pretty easy to kind of get in contact with you and to yeah. engage with you? Would you say? Yeah. Okay. Listen, just hit me up on social media, you know, if you're trying to book me for a, a show or a performance or, you know, a gig, hit up my email and then let's talk business. And that's all on your Instagram? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They can find the uh, the email button on there. I know that's right. Because look, that link tree thing be be working. <laughs> it's like, this is all the ways you can contact me. Don't play. Don't say that you didn't. Right. Because it's no excuse. Yeah. Awesome. Well, I mean, again, thank you so much for getting back with us. Absolutely. You know, we are so excited to support and to show up. And um, yeah, I mean, you know, you're a part of the family now. A nudist, if you will. <laughs> okay. A nudist who keeps us close. <laughs> Listen, A, get it in. Because new means everything, but just, you know, vulnerable. Yeah. Vulnerable. That's why, that's why I call it the show New Radio. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'm coming free. Yeah. No constraints. True. But yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to everything that's coming up and I wish you nothing but the best. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Man. Yeah. So you guys make sure if you haven't, we talked about it earlier, stream and download his his uh single stuck is everywhere where you can hear a song mm -hmm. okay make sure to send some screenshots and stuff and give give us some quotes come on engagement go up for him again he's talented so jerwanel again thanks again for coming on new radio absolutely this little show you know <laughs> and you, man Thank you. you. I'm proud of you. You're doing the damn thing. Oh my God. Keep doing it. You're going to make me blush. <laughs> um, so you guys heard it here. Stream stuck, download it, support Jay Ronell. And of course, let us know how you loved this episode. Not just liked it, but loved it. And um, like, share, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye.